Hey, everybody. How are you all? Welcome. Uh, my special guest, Mr. Steve Martin. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having where, me. Where, you, where are you at tonight, Steve? I am in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, oh. Capital yeah. of the Confederacy, which is, you know, <laughs> no it longer politically correct. <laughs> we have to be careful with that, man. But I don't think my audience will mind one bit. I don't know how. It might be the black hat. You never know what it is. So thank you for coming on with us. You, uh, um, I think we kind of got an email mix-up or something because you, you emailed me out and you said, "Hey, uh, you know, I'd like to be a, if, uh, enjoyed being on your podcast." And if that wasn't true, that's a heck of a marketing tool. <laughs> but and what's what's crazy is how how absolutely appropriate the uh, your, your your it's your new book is called Fast Track to Higher Consciousness. Yes, is that correct? And that's what we're primarily here to talk about. But then, so we just, we've just been talking in the background for a little few minutes and I found out, man, you've got a whole lot of stuff going on, man. Yeah. I've written a bunch of books and I'm really, uh, I've written a couple of romance novels. I've written actually half a dozen or so business books, about five novels, but most of my books are either self-help or metaphysical. I oh, write well, about that's, yeah. That's yeah, what we're here about. Have you ever... Higher consciousness is about the true nature of reality, which is unfortunately not very widely accepted and not taught in schools yet. It will be one of these years, but uh, people, scientists are still hanging on to uh, scientific materialism, physicalism, they've renamed it, and uh, secular humanism, all of which are the same thing as far as right. I'm concerned. And they believe or think or say that uh, matter is all there is. And that's a bunch of BS. Well, I agree 100%. And here's the crazy thing. I, I, think, I think from re uh, reading in there, you say that uh, the brain doesn't create consciousness, right? No. And I, I, so I started this, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And one of the things that made me crazy in the beginning was realization that your brain does not create thoughts either. No, they just appear. Thoughts don't that, come. Your brain is the brain is a receiver of consciousness, and it certainly yeah. affects your consciousness. Right. Uh, you, uh, but your consciousness is somewhere else. It's non-local, actually. Right, and, that's, and so uh, I. Yep. Well, I just it, it's amazing that you hit when you hit it, and I'll get into more of that in the future. But I don't want to bury the leader either. Uh, tell us a little bit. I love to remember. Yeah, I love to remember is a novel we just published a few days ago, actually, and it is uh, by a, a college professor. He's just retired, and he ha always wanted to write this novel. It, it has to do with uh, it's it's classified as a historical romance because there's definitely a romance. It actually spans a couple of thousand years because it involves reincarnation. Right. And uh, he is interested in the his, early history of India and that a princess from Greece uh, was, uh, there was an arranged marriage between a princess from Greece and a prince from India because at that time, 300 uh, BC or so, there was a war going on between the Empire of Greece and the Empire of India, both of which were much larger than they, than they are today. Right. And uh, so that is kind of the crux to the story. This this uh, 
arranged romance, right, arranged marriage, and the offspring that come from that. Uh, it's a fascinating story, and the way it worked was because I'm an editor and ghostwriter. Uh, uh, Shiva got in touch with me, and now that's over your editor and ghostwriter over at the Oakley Press. Correct, Oakley O A K L E A Press, right. and that's also the website. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, we he wrote it originally in Nepalese, I guess is how you pronounce that. Oh, I and definitely speak Nepalese. Wait, <laughs> now they, no, Nepal, well, that's a different word. Speaking Nepal. Sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, and then he he. No, you know, his English is not his first language, but he translated it into his broken English and then sent me chapter by chapter and I edited it, put it, smoothed it out, you know, and maybe added a little here and there and spiced it up. And uh, we went back and forth and now we, he has a novel on Amazon. It's also available through Ingram if any bookstores want to order it. And uh, it's a fascinating book uh, is there I enjoyed, any, really enjoyed working with him on it is so, there any there thought to release to release his original version of his English well he is well, no no the, <laughs> no I haven't been well, over yeah, to that part is, of the world it probably will, it probably will be uh, published in Nepal in his language he, he's actually oh. uh, uh, I don't know if you say famous but he's a He's known in his own country, and he writes short stories, poems. Right. He's got books in, in, in his language yeah. there. But he wanted to do this one in English. Too. <laughs> I'm not going to give up on trying to get his English version, not the original Maple. Yeah, you, you don't want to read that. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Anyway, anyway, I don't mean to go too far on that. And, he, and this guy's from Harvard? Yeah. He's writing he's, romance he's novels, right? Harvard Medical School. He's, as I said, he was a... Uh, professor of biostatistics. Whatever I wonder. That is. I wonder how many other Harvard, Harvard prof medical school professors are also romance novelists. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Is, the, the older I get, the nothing seems weird anymore. But that <laughs> is pretty close. All right. So the Oakley Press. That's a love to remember. Uh, uh, Sheba Guantan is the original. And the words that and the words that everybody's going to be reading are actually your words now, hidden his translated. You well, translated it's his, his story words. and mostly my words. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, do you mind if we jump on over to the track for higher consciousness? Let's do it, man. <clears throat> so I do. I would like you to give a little background in what you believe as far as you know, what the consciousness is. And I, I have here. It's. Uh, no. What do you think it is? I mean, how is our consciousness in the physical? Connect. Yeah. Well, uh, let me start out with Max Planck. It was mm -hmm. a German scientist who developed quantum theory, right. and he won the no Nobel Prize for the for that uh, back in 1918. And Max Planck and other quantum physicists that I've spoken with. I didn't speak with Max Planck because he died in like 1947 or something like that. But uh, he said that the quote is, we can't get beyond consciousness. Uh, consciousness, everything comes from consciousness. Consciousness is the ground of being. And behind everything is uh, 
an intelligent mind that is conscious. And that was his, he said that, you know, matter is not what we perceive it to be. It is actually energy, energy that is conscious. And Einstein, for example, said, you know, E equals MC squared. Mm -hmm. Energy equals mass times uh, the speed of light squared. So, and he, Einstein also said, uh, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. All right, so can I ask I, you a question here before we get too yeah, far? Because yeah, I'm not yeah. very smart. You have to realize I'm a redneck from the middle of Texas and live in Oklahoma now, so I went from the fire pan into the fire, right? So are you saying that if all, if nothing, if our reality just would perceive it, would it be far enough to say that the energy in a tree, if we see a tree, is that energy just so fine and so compact and it just bends everything to it to appear as a tree to us? Is that well, safe or is that? if you were to look at that tree under a very powerful microscope, right. you would see that, and if you could right. get down into the atoms, you would see that right. there really isn't anything there but vibrations. You know, it's like little solar systems. An atom is like a little solar system. Yeah. And there's even immense space between the so-called particles that are not really particles at all. They're, they're energy, they're vibrations, a photon yeah. or an electron is uh, classified, I guess, as a as matter. But right. <laughs> if you could look at it a micro, under a hugely powerful there. microscope, you would see that it's nothing more than energy. And that's what everything is. Everything is energy that is vibrating at a different rate. Even a piece of steel, if you could yeah. uh, look at it closely enough with a microscope, you would see that there's really nothing there except vibration okay so how does that how does that translate to consciousness how can we vibrate is that what you're saying we have to do is we have to figure out how to vibrate well yeah else? if you want to as you raise your consciousness your vibration increases uh and you attract things to you that you wouldn't otherwise because like attracts like that's one that's the fundamental uh fundamental <laughs> law of metaphysics like well, attracts so like one of the major things that's going on, you can't turn on a social media platform of any kind and not hear somebody that wants to manifest something. Correct. Right? So how does manifestation fit in between the consciousness and the, and the, the well, since lives? like attracts like, uh, you have to figuratively speaking, become what it is that you want to attract. If you want okay. to attract money, you need to have the belief and the uh, feeling, really. Feelings are more important than beliefs, that you have that money already. You know, Jesus right. said, whatever you ask for in prayer, please believe that you have received it, and it right. will be yours. I'm I mean, so he knew glad you said talking. prayer, man. So I want to get definitely into meditation prayer here later on, but I'm so glad you brought that up. So, so that's all your, so if, are you, it's kind of like the, uh, what is that everybody's saying these days? If you want to, I forget who said it, but if you want to be a writer, start writing today, right now. And if you want to be a comedian, yeah. start telling jokes right now. Don't wait until somebody pays you. Don't wait until somebody, you know, hires you. Just do it. Sit down and do it. That's how I started out. I would, uh, of course I did a lot of writing in the advertising business, but, uh, as far as writing like books. 
Did you ever do anything worth a crap in the advertising business? Man? I mean, well, uh, the agency that I was uh, one of the principals of right. uh, created the Geico Gecko, and that's oh. been hanging around for the last 20, 25 years. Right. But, so you're uh, working. There you go. Congratulations, yeah. man. Congratulations. What I uh, what I did it was get up in the morning an hour early, set my alarm clock an hour early. I would right. uh, go into my home office. And write for an hour, and then take a shower and go to work. And after a year, I had a book. Right. And uh, in fact, it was a romance novel. It's called. It's still in print. It's yeah. called uh, "The Search for Nina Fletcher." You can get it as an audio book or uh, in print, and as Kindle. It's in Kindle now too, right. an ebook. It's, and so it is Nina uh, Fletcher. It's about a woman who works in the advertising business, but. Uh, she has kind of a mystery she has to solve, and she has a stalker. Uh, well, anyway, I don't want to give the story away, but yeah, right. gotcha. that was the first book I wrote, and it was published, and uh, and as I said, it's still in print. So what was the and first I, years and published? And, and then by the after I'd written several novels, I uh, decided to start writing books about metaphysics because I became very fascinated <laughs> with that. I had a very brief out-of-body experience when I was Ooh. about 25, which oh. woke me up to the fact that I'm not my body, and you're not your body either. Oh, yeah, we, we are each conscious. Consciousness. I think we need to turn the recording off and grab a bottle of wine or whiskey and something and just chat for a while. I don't think we I, I am not prepared. I, and I look like I'm a jackass because I'm over here smiling ear to ear like the Cheshire cat because I'm like, how the hell do we find each other, man? I was... <laughs> yeah. uh, I've had some really bad runs, right? I had to, that was third grade. It was what, 17 minutes with no pulse, 14 minutes with no pulse, and then eight, you know, stuff like that. And, I and what did you, it. were you, uh, did you have an out of body uh, near death experience? I don't think, I don't know. It was never near death. And there was a light involved, but I was, it was just there. I wasn't going towards it. And I was, I was above the thing. I knew everything that was going, when they woke me up, they said, do you know where you are? I said, yeah. I said, the, I owe you because I was a kid, right? But I was in the ICU and I, they said, well, we've been, I said, I know, I, I know what you're doing. And I, when I woke up, I knew what was going on. Well, your experience, I'm sure when it happened was pretty unusual but it's not unusual anymore. That sort of thing happens. I know. But nobody wants to talk about it. But I don't, man, I'm telling you, we could, I could bird walk this thing. We could go in 10 million different directions, and I don't mind if, as long as you don't. But there are so many things in this in this book. The raw energy. Hmm. Raw? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the uh, Law of One, there are five books that came from that. Uh, right. Raw came through some... There are actually three individuals, uh, one who channeled Ra. Ra, it was back in the early 80s, so 40 years ago now. Yeah, but, which is uh, crazy he, to he, think about it. Is it not crazy yeah. to think about it? the 80s was 40 years ago? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, and I read that book back then. I didn't believe it at the time because it was, it was I wasn't ready for it. But uh, right. somebody brought it to my attention not too long ago, a couple of years ago, and I, when I read it this time, I thought, oh my God, this, all this is true. I mean, it's yeah. it, it just makes sense now that I know what I know now. But uh, back then, I was more of a scientific materialist and didn't believe that there was anything beyond the uh, physical realm, and now I know that I was wrong then, and I'm 
and really uh, there is a spiritual dimension where we are our consciousness we're spiritual beings having a temporary physical experience uh, reincarnation is a real thing and um, you know reality as Einstein said is an illusion but it's a very persistent one yeah so one of the things that's I mean this I was a, a scientific materialist there was nothing right I was I was in religion until I was 12 and I lost it and uh, my life has been crazy but I've been working with a Tibetan medicine woman for uh -huh. about a for about a year now and one of our first uh, we did a, uh, a generational trauma like a kind of a karma re uh, generational karma thing and I learned that uh, we, we I was a, I had drowned in 1968 a ship captain off the coast of Vietnam and was immediately back on the planet in July of the next of 69 huh. we found we found and I had a dream I, and I've heard I know I mean I've I had it, it the it's a long story to get to the end of it, but all of our, we, nobody, nobody crossed paths until our stories matched. It's crazy. Wow. You know, I'd like to know more about that. Why don't you? Oh, tell I'd, be happy, I'd be happy to tell you, but, but we can get that another time. We can do that on your podcast, man. <laughs> my, my listeners don't want to hear that story again. That's one of my favorite stories. It was, uh, anyway, I could talk about it forever. But so, so the raw energy is something I don't think many people know about. I have not heard many people talking about it at all. Would you care to explain? Yeah, Ra, R-A, says that he, she, it, actually he calls himself a social memory complex, an energy that right. is actually a, a, an entire civilization that is on a higher level of uh, evolution, I guess, than we humans. We humans are right now in third density, according to Ra, Right. In third density, moving into fourth density. Is that what? Well, that's a, is on sixth density, so he's way right. up there. Gotcha. And he was also the same in his incarnation in Egypt as Ra. You can see little pictures of him. Right. If you Google yeah. Ra, you'll right. see him up. You know, and he's got he's got a bird-like nose. Yeah. And stuff. Anyway, he uh, said that he came to Egypt to explain, you know, what was going on, the true nature of reality and so forth, and that for a while the Egyptians had it, but eventually they sort of lost it and bastardized it. Yeah. And so he decided he needed to come back and explain it again to a group that would get, get it right. So he came back to this college professor who was a phys physicist, I don't remember his name. Carla was the woman who actually channeled Ra and they did this over a period of years and actually have produced five books from it. And I think they have a website that you could go to and actually get the books free. Uh, yeah, you sure. You want to look that up I mean, if you can. The recordings, of course, they recorded all this, uh, all this right. channeling. And I believe you can actually listen to those recordings. I happened to read the book because I had it from 40 yeah. years ago and reread it. But... Uh, Basically, what Ra says is that the purpose of life is uh, evolution, that we're, we, we come into this reality over and over again through reincarnation to learn, to experience. And by learning and experience and facing problems and overcoming them and all the stuff that life is about, we get higher and higher consciousness. We, we become more and more 
aware. And that is really the purpose of life, to expand your consciousness. Some people don't do a very good job of that, and maybe they even regress, and then they got to go back again. It's sort of like Groundhog Day, you know, where right. you start out, you're a real jerk, and, and then eventually you learn how to react to things in a positive way, and things work out for you, and finally you get to move <laughs> on to February 3rd. But, you're talking uh, to a man that's on his fifth divorce, man. I... <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm Groundhog Day all over again, brother. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, uh, what if you want me to keep going on Ra, I'll tell you that he says yeah. there are seven dimensions or seven densities, he calls them, not dimensions, densities. The first one is basic uh, a planet with no life on it, like it's right. earth, wind, and fire, the basic elements. The right. second density is uh, a planet like Earth with life on it, but not sentient life, not intelligent life. Right. Third density is where we are m right now, or uh, what we're leaving, which is a planet with life with sentient beings on it that are, can, are aware of themselves. They have objective reality. They can talk about things like we're talking about and and, uh, you know, ask questions like, what is the nature of reality? Why are we here? Right. Whereas animals don't do that. They, they just have subjective reality. They, they just go by instinct. Right. Then fourth density, which we're moving into, and that's why we're seeing all this stuff that you'd mentioned, uh, you know, every time you turn on YouTube or whatever, yeah. you're talking, people are talking about the shift in consciousness that's occurring. When we get into the fourth density, we realize that we're really all one, all part of one life yeah. that uh, is experiencing it from our particular angle because we're in these spacesuits called human bodies and we experience things through our senses, which makes us think that we're separate from everything else. But what we are really is the source experiencing itself through our perspective. And when we leave this body, we'll realize that. But anyway, that's what we realize in fourth density. And you have to make a decision according to Ra. You, you're either gonna go into that as a service to others person, a person who uses your talents and, and what some people call Dharma, your special gift uh, to serve others or service to self which is, you know, it's all for number one, myself. And those number one, all for themselves people go to a different planet. And here on earth, we're gonna be service to uh, <clears throat> others, people. And, you know, it'd take probably 30 years to get, get yeah, there, but well, we're, we're- Uranus comes to mind, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> that's the planet I want a lot of people to go to. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, that, so about that 30, 40 years thing, hang on, about that 30, 40 years, you're talking about 30, 40 years to complete the shift. Well, that's what I think. I don't know. I mean, some people think it's going to happen a little pretty quickly. But right. So, my, so I, I do think it's, I've seen in the last, say, 15, 20 years, huge shift occurring. Okay. So and how according do you feel to Ra, we move into it 51% or, and this was in 1982 that we would move into it 51% in 2012. He said that in 1982. All right, did we? Did we make it? Oh, I think we did. 
Okay. And I think we're we continue we're even further along now. That doesn't mean that fifty one percent of the people are enlightened. Uh, it means right. that there are enough people who understand what's going on that it raises the whole vibration up to fifty one percent into fourth right. density. So I've got uh, before we go any further, I do have a lot of people that follow me that uh, are skeptical of my beliefs because my beliefs of these that, that we're talking about now have only morphed out of the last five years. So how how do how does this translate or coexist with most religions in the United States? The, the standard ones, you know, the Southern Baptists, the Catholics, and all that. God, yeah, the, the well, King James God religion. How does that how does it fit in that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the king. Yeah, well, yeah. There's no doubt in my. I'm, I go to church, yeah, and I go to a church that's a, uh, you know, one of those big churches that yeah, uh, a praise church, like a, a Bible church, and you know, praise band. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's love all about them. love, and that's why I go there because that's yeah. what the fourth density is. You know, love your neighbor, and if you right. read the Bible. If you read what Jesus said, with the knowledge that I'm trying to impart to you now, that uh, we're all one, that we're, uh, we're aspects of the source of God, and you read Jesus' sayings, and he, that's what he was trying to communicate. Right. He said, uh, whatever you do to the least of these my brothers and sisters, you do to me. He said, right. the kingdom of heaven is within you. And the word that he used, within, can also be trans translated among. So the kingdom of heaven is within and among you. He said that right. the uh, uh, greatest commandment was to love God and, and love your neighbor as yourself. Uh -huh. right. I mean, he's trying to communicate exactly what Ra was trying to communicate. And... Uh, Another example, uh, Jesus was about to be stoned by the Jews uh, for blasphemy. He, and the right. Jews were about to stone him. He said, for what good works do you stone me? And the Jews said, we don't stone you for good works. We stone you because uh, you, a man, say you're God. And Jesus' answer to that was, uh, does, doesn't your law say ye are gods? And he's quoting Psalm, I think, 82, verse 6, where right. it says that. So Jesus said, you know, I and the Father are one. Well, mm -hmm. I'm, the vi I'm the branches, I'm the vine, and you're the branches. I mean, he's, right. everything is connected. All of that stuff, I mean, <laughs> if you look at it with what I'm trying to communicate here, you'll see that he knew what was going on. He was definitely an avatar or a enlightened being who came here to, to explain what what's really going on and you know the people of that day didn't get it because they believed that god was an external being who you know waved his finger okay. and created things right so especially along the lines of that that god's an external being have you have you seen the the reports of the 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 latest translation of the sumerian texts that that say that jesus is a translated word for psychedelic mushrooms i haven't seen that yeah so there it's, it's fascinating especially if you go back and you read the bible or, or start your certain verses and replace psychedelics as we know what psychedelics are we have a theory about what they're supposed to do right 
and that's you know that's been proven that they have psychedelic wine and all of the ancient Greek uh, religious cere uh, ceremonies and I'm even sure the ones that, even the yeah. <laughs> and we can't figure out why. It's, it's not to keep you healthy, right? It's probably to help you with the smell of that day. Can you imagine the fajita smell in most places? Oh. And if you've ever read Revelations, you know the guy who wrote that, John, must have been uh, eating some of those mushrooms. Yeah, or something better that we have right now. Who knows? And I want, I'll get into that too. But I think it's a. I thought it was fascinating, right? I really did. That the, the tech. And who knows? It might have been an Onion report that I read, but I sure did like it. Yeah. I might even be able to find it. I have that somewhere. I have the article somewhere. But So Dharma, if you don't mind if I go back up a couple of steps to the Dharma. So that's a Buddhist, is that the Buddhist, right? That's a Buddhist belief? I, I think that is a Sanskrit word, yeah. Which would okay. Be. So, but I saw, I saw a bunch of different definitions of it. And the one that, that captivated me and I wanted to ask you about is, it's, it, it kind of translates into emptiness. But Dharma is emptiness. Well, the way I uh, I came to know about Dharma when I was on a weekend retreat at the uh, College of Metaphysics in Missouri, I went there to. Uh, That's a place I want to go there. Yeah, the idea was to learn what your special gift was and the, yeah. your purpose for being here in this incarnation. Is that and, a running thing? Can I just apply to that and go up there and get that done? Is that forty-five dollar copay or something? <laughs> Probably get it for, uh, I, I don't know what they're charging. <laughs> but yeah, you could, I'm sure you could uh, go on their website, the School of Metaphysics or College of Metaphysics, man. and find out. But anyway. I, I'm going to need a new book by the time we're done, man. <laughs> but uh, they use the word Dharma to mean that <clears throat> special ability that you have, not necessarily a gift. Because right. in my case, my special ability was developed over many lifetimes. And Aren't they all, though? Yeah, yeah. So you no, can't. Generational intelligence. Yeah. Right. So uh, my particular gift is basically boils down to intuition. They called it mm -hmm. omniperception the ability to see a small part of something and kind of figure out what the whole is and how it you know, fits together. And that's how old were you when you found out about this gift? Uh, probably, uh, well, you know, in my fifties. I mean, I'm an yeah. old guy now. You know, yeah. how old a fellow? Uh, yeah, so it was twenty years ago. Okay. But um, well, you look great, I, man. If you were in your fifties twenty years, holy shit, I want to hang out with you more. But <laughs> I didn't find out what you're doing. Well, I'm going to be eighty in May. Are you kidding, dude? Hats off, or what? The, what kind of filter are you using, bro? <laughs> No, no, that's shit. really me. That's really my hair. It's not a Dude, that's fantastic. Uh, that's but anyway, yeah, I uh, and I think part of the reason is that uh, that I'm in good health is that I I'm not afraid of dying anymore. I'm not, a, yeah. you know, I, and there I don't care what people think about me because you know right. I've come out of the closet. I'm, that's a lot of and, a lot of less stress on you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really makes a difference. But anyhow, uh, that's oh no, hang on, I'm not done with that one yet. Are we? Did, so when you had this 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 change in your fifties, did you change your diet or did you? I mean, what? Because I got in well, touch with my uh, spirit guides and I was told I should be on the Are You Diet, and I told my spirit guide to shut up. I don't eat that crap. I I try, I, you know, I eat normal food. Uh, I try to get you know vegetables and, yeah. and fruits and vegetables into my diet in a 
pretty big way. But I eat meat and uh, fish and chicken. I don't, I don't eat, you know, twelve ounce or sixteen ounce steaks. But you know, I don't either, man. Uh, I get thirty two ounce or nothing. <laughs> I don't mess with that. No, I, uh, it's it's just a, it's really more of a realizing that you're not your body. Then you don't worry about it. The problem is you attract to you what you, what you believe and what you think about. And right. so if you're worried about something, you're gonna you're gonna attract that. If you're worried well, about that, getting old or you're worried about getting sick, you know, yeah. that's what hypochondriacs are. They're they're you know worried about every little thing, and and it happens to them because they're attracting it to themselves. One of the things that amazed me is when uh, my my lady was teaching me how to meditate and pray. It's all prayer now. I don't meditate anymore. I always pray. But when I'm praying, she just said, you have to be really careful to what you pray. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, don't ever say, I don't want to be poor. Because the universe doesn't ever hear any negativity. They just hear, I want to be poor. This, this is true. She's, she's right about that. The uh, I, I would say it's your subconscious mind does not... Uh, does not recognize the negative, the, right. the no. It yeah. just, everything needs to be said in a uh, affirmative way. Right. Uh, I yeah. want good, good health. Stuff. She's I, a good person. I attract good health to myself. Not, I don't want to be sick, then you're going to be sick. I mean, really, it's... That's it, so... Think about it. Do you ever, you ever played tennis? Yeah. If you want to be a... Played dirty, and of course karma will get you on this. But uh, when somebody is winning and they're about to serve, say, "Okay, Charlie, don't double fault." What do you suppose <laughs> is going to happen? Oh yeah, I get you. <laughs> that power of suggestion, right? Yeah, and you said oh. don't, <laughs> but you might yeah. as well have said do double. Fault. Oh yeah, that's what. That, well, that was your intention too, right? I mean, come exactly. on. Nobody wants Charlie to win. He's a jerk. <laughs> He owes me $5, by the way. I need to talk yeah, to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so I've got a bunch of notes here, but I really want to go back to fast track to higher consciousness. Right? Yeah. So we're sitting here. I'm sorry, everybody. This is uh, Steve Martin. I know. I thought so, too. It was a whole different interview than I thought. But uh, the recent author, I don't know how many books. He said 32 or something crazy. But his latest fast track to higher consciousness. So we've gone through raw. We've gone through a little bit of dharma. I got so much to talk about, Tom. And then you've already touched on the third density and the fourth density. How do we know? How do you know when it's done? The shift that you were talking about. Well, I think we'll we'll know because right now, what's we're in a state of chaos. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Yeah. Politicians can't agree on anything. We got wars going on in uh, Ukraine and Palestine and, 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 you know, the world is a mess. So when things are shaking up like that, when they're in chaos, what it's telling, what it should be telling us is we are in a period of transition. I think when things level out and the good guys win, whoever they may be, uh, I can't wait. That's going to be weird. Right? Transition. But until then, you know, there's there's a fight going on, a battle to see who's going to win. Is it going to be the service to self people or is it going to be the service to other people? Does it and, matter who wins? Well, I thought you said, I thought the theory would we would all go to the proper space. We will. 
And I think, and are we still going to be here with the jackasses, though? Well, the jackasses... The, the jackasses are going to die off just like the rest of us. I mean, oh, you know, that's they, what I was saying. Well, I thought you meant that they were going to go to a different planet. Well, they will. The next time they reincarnate, they'll be... Well, that helps me zero, man. <laughs> If I, I don't want to hang around with three. If I'm a four, I don't even want to touch a three, man. Jeez, come well, on. You won't be. You won't have to. You'll be. You'll be, because like attracts like. You will attract to yourself oh, yeah. people who are like you. And you do that. Well, that's now. that's a we scary all do that. part. Well, I, I, that can only that can be all, unless did, unless you just. How else did we come across each other? Well, like attracts like. So and this is. And I, I don't know getting... how I got your email yet. I did send you that, but I have a. I've been on uh, probably sixty podcasts in the last eighteen months or so, well, and me uh, too. you were on my list. So that's I thought I, I. thought I, I really did. You are, and I've got. So I don't know. I would like to finish this, uh, kind of. I don't know. We're running up against the wall in your availability, and uh, hopefully this wasn't painful for you, so we can do it again. But so when you. We've got the third and the fourth. I have Dharma, um, what is the what is the plan to improve our plan? How do we how do we get on track to making all of these our priorities in life? Well, I think when we when we realize that we're all aspects of the same of the one life of the cosmic mind, uh, we are each viewing our own creation from our our particular perspective. Then we'll realize that we're really all the same underneath. You know, right. there won't be problems like racism and you know problems between religions and ethnic groups and countries. Eventually, we'll disappear. We'll dissipate, and we'll you know all be one happy, one big happy family. That's the that's what fourth density. When when that happens, fourth density is definitely all is here. Right. And uh, you know, like this. We're in 2024 and we got an election coming up. I'm not going to, I don't want to get into politics, but uh, to me, all of that's connected and part of it. So how do we, how do we figure out? You, you mentioned you went to the universe, the school of, help me out. Metaphysics. To, metaphysics. To, to, how do we, how do we do that ourselves? Do you have a, any hints? Well, or they tips? have a, uh, I think I haven't looked at their website recently, but the, I mean, I is there something we can do without going to that school? Or? In, in Google, you'll, it'll probably pop up. But well, they, have, we... they have their, uh, at least they used to, uh, have psychics. If you want to know, you know, about a past life, right. they can tap into Ooh. the Akashic Records and tell you about it. Yeah. I've had right, them so... tell me about three or four past lives yeah. that are I've... pertinent to this one. Dude, I'm still trying to process the one in 1968. Yeah, I. It just happened. Were you, what was Vietnam War? You were. Uh... No, I was. It was apparently I was. Uh, I was the captain of a Greek uh, non-military boat, a transport boat, cargo boat, and it was my mm -hmm. fault apparently, and 34 perished. So they found, they didn't let me go until the Arizona or the California desert, and I was I was afraid they were there to pick me up, but they they were there to say goodbye. And uh, but the the captain still shows up every now and then. Hmm. It's weird. Well, I uh, I have a past life. I think I was a pilot in World War II and got shot down. Yeah. So 
and I write about that in one of my books. I, I do so. How can well? What is your recommendation for meditation and prayer to get to a better place? So, actually, what I think I want to ask is this: Do we need to practice before we go to the school and find out? Or do we need to like get in some metaphysical shape? Is there? Do we, are we? No, no. Is this a black no, belt no. for metaphysics, and I'm a green belt for? Me? I mean, how do we? How do we know when we're ready to ask the questions? I've been out there twice for their long weekend kind of, uh, you know, I guess like a seminar type thing. One's for the Dharma, the other one was uh, some other thing. But anyway, it's people from all walks of life who are just interested in in that. And there's, uh, you don't have to do any preparation or anything. No, not at all. Uh, I would go, I would, you know, check them out. I guess they're still having those. I haven't... uh, uh, really kept up with it, but it was a fascinating weekend, and I learned a lot. And there's a chapter uh, in the uh, book uh, Fast Track to Higher Consciousness about that weekend when I learned about my Dharma. Uh, I wrote about that, so if anybody's interested, they can read that chapter about absolutely, dharma. right? Uh, well, I tell you. The the last question I have for you: Would you be interested in coming back and doing some more? Now that I now that we've had this time to get to know each other, I sure would. I got so many questions, man. And number one, before we go, is who is Nina Fletcher? What what does? How did you come up with that name? Who was she to you? That's a made up name, Nina Fletcher. She's no, no. no she no. is. Uh, she was. The plot is that. Yeah. Uh, she. Her mother. This, Nina Fletcher is the mother, and Rebecca Fletcher is the child. And the story is really told from Rebecca's point of view, because her mother disappeared when she was a small child, and she ah. she happens to uh, find an apartment in the building where she lived with her mother and father right. when she was a child, and her mother disappeared. Right. And when she goes down into the uh, basement of the old townhouse, which has been made into apartments, to wash clothes, she has a deja vu moment where she <clears throat> sees something happening to her mother. And that's what starts the uh, narrative, or when she you know, crosses into the <laughs> uh, hero's journey to find her mother. So that's the search for Nina Fletcher. Fletcher Nina Fletcher's the mother. Rebecca. So basically Rebecca. everybody, he's not going to tell us the lady that he patterned her after. I know you had somebody in mind at the office. Come on. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe next time. So let me see if I can get all this right. Cause most of this I just learned today, but so, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Stephen Holly Martin, Steve Martin from now on out. Uh, you have a web. you have, you're the, uh, you have a website called the Oakley press T H E O A K L E A. Is that correct? O-A-K-L-E-A-P-R-E-S-S dot com. Also have a personal website if you want to check that out. It's got all my books on it. S-H-Martin, S-H-M-A-R-T-I-N dot com. Please come on that. Send me an email. I'll answer it. And uh, also there, you know, you can see all my books there. So we're going to get this published as fast as we can. Are they, if, I, if it takes me three or four days to cut all my you know, stuff out, are we going to be able to get the free download of A Love, uh, a love to Remember? Uh, 
Or he says that today only. If you if you uh, will tell me when it is, I'll make it free on Amazon that day. Okay. Absolutely. I will definitely. We'll publish this up. We'll get it up. I'll even send you a copy so you can say, no, I don't want to say that. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, I love to remember is your latest. Your latest con I mean, I can't wait to look at it. And I hope you'll come back. And I hope we can uh, get into the metaphysical and um, a couple of your other romance books, too. And then the, you've written business books and romance novels. When's it time to make a book about the business of romance? <laughs> Might be time. You yeah. never know. <laughs> thank you very much thank you hang out don't hang up we're just going to stop the recording I'll be right back